A real frontline patriot brings you his one-of-a-kind perspective on freedom versus tyranny. This is the world premiere of the Political Prisoner Podcast, powered by Gateway Pundit. Now, live from solitary confinement, here's your host, January Sixer, Jake Lang. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to the Political Prisoner Podcast. I'm your host, Jake Lang. Today I have a really special guest, a true patriot who's been in the trenches fighting for election integrity with President Trump. She's an attorney, she's an author, uh, just a great person to, to bring in, into our camp and have on the show today. Christina Bob, she recently authored a book. Um, can you come on and uh, tell us the name of your book? It's called Stealing Your Vote, uh, the inside story of the 2020 election and what it means for 2024. And thank you so much for having me on your podcast. It's truly an honor, and I'm humbled to see the fight that you guys have and everything you're doing, and I'm excited to chat with you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, stealing your vote. I can't wait. She's going to send us some copies here to the political prisons uh, across America that we're being housed at, and we'll be able to read along with everybody that's listening. Thanks so much uh, for joining. I want to get into uh, talking about this uh, recent midterm election we had and some of the problems we saw down in Arizona. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure your boots on the ground there with Carrie Lake and um, the big push there for recertifying uh, the, another stolen election. I mean, tell us what you know. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think Carrie Lake's lawsuit is the most compelling election lawsuit, certainly, that I've seen. She has more evidence than at any of the cases, probably even combined from what I've seen. She's got eyewitness accounts from the ballot uh, printing company saying that approximately 300,000 ballots were illegally inserted into the count. Uh, the printing company is interesting um, because they don't just print the ballots and hand them off to the county. They actually play a role in the tallying process, which you know now raises some eyebrows. Now that we're looking closer at it, it's like, why does this company have anything to do with the tally? But they do. They've also got a whistleblower from the company used to certify the machines, saying that the machines are good to go for the election. As you know, um, on election day, over half of the machines in Maricopa County went down, meaning that yep, many Republicans, that. yeah, so many Republican voters, Republicans turn out three to one, and um, so many Republican voters basically couldn't cast their vote. And so the whistleblower from this company says that the type of error that occurred had to have been intentional. It wasn't a machine malfunction. It was something that somebody had to go in and actively do. We've also got emails from Katie Hobbs' office, who is the Secretary of State, also the Democrat candidate, who declared herself the new governor. Um, she was cooperating with Twitter and CISA to censor her political opponents and wasn't disclosing that to the public. That's a prima facie First Amendment violation. We've also got emails and um, documents showing that Stephen Richer, who's the Maricopa County recorder who helped run this election was also collaborating with Twitter and CISA to silence their political opposition, all while he was running a super PAC to, quote unquote, get election deniers, which Carrie Lake was one of them. So, we've, I mean, I could go into a whole host. She's got evidence that uh, Maricopa County broke the law in their signature verification process because they were using artificial intelligence and there's nothing in the this law. This call is from a federal prison. 
there's nothing in the law that allows them to use artificial intelligence. So there, there's so many problems with this. Then you've got Katie Hobbs, the Secretary of State Democrat candidate, threatening the counties to say, if you don't certify this election, we're going to prosecute you criminally. And oh, by the way, I'm the new oh. governor of uh, Arizona. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's absolutely third world. So. And it, I mean, you know, it, it removes, you know, our faith in our institutions, obviously, looking yeah. at January 6th, is uh, is crumbling in this country. But, you know, the the fight and the real fight is just showing that we're not going to back down and just let our institutions become corrupted, become minimalized, and become these kind of uh, yeah. institutions where, you know, all of this uh, nonsense just takes place on a year-by-year basis. If we ever just roll over and accept this as the new truth, as the the way that things are now, that's when the real uh, problem starts. Because as long as we're still fighting, there's still a chance. You know, you only lose when you give up. I've learned that. You're I've exactly learned that through 23 months of, uh, of oh fight. Oh, my gosh. Well, you guys, I mean, you guys are the, the prime example of that. I think you're exactly right. I think uh, this Arizona case, well, there's multiple Arizona cases. I'm specifically referring to Carrie Lake, although Sunny Borelli and some of the Mojave voters, like the different cases that have been filed. Um, I think the courts are really faced with a dilemma because they have them dead to right. Like, they have the fraud. It's documented. They've got the corruption. They've got the malfeasance. It's out there. Like, it's very blatant and glaring, and the courts are now in a crisis of how are you going to – if the courts sweep this under the rug, we've completely lost our country. I mean, how – there's no way – there's no way that this is a fair election. 72% of the voters, not Republicans, 72% of the voters in Arizona believe that the election was rigged. How can you okay a process where 72% of the voters don't believe it was a fair process? So I'll I'll be real curious to see if the judges have the backbone to actually say, nope, this is a problem. We'll see. We'll find out soon. Yeah. Uh, God bless. I think that uh, we, the people, um, it's our time to, you know, start basically uh, enforcing our will in, in, in a peaceful, democratic ways, but to make sure that when processes like this happen and we revoke our consent and we say we need recounts, we need, um, you know, th- th- other systems put in place to verify and to have the voting be legitimate, that we're listened to, that our voices aren't just quelled uh, via yeah. Twitter, via, you know, these secretaries of states that are running the elections and stuff like that. They're yeah. removing our power. I mean, we're the sovereign force in the country where the reason um, why all of this is, you know, set in place is to give the people the power and, and to have mm-hmm. us, uh, the republic, uh, function correctly. And so I think that it's a time to stand united and, and to basically um, say, we're, well, you know, we must do a recount instead of, hey, you know, fighting all of these um, and asking and begging and groveling for it. It's, it's yeah. time to say, well, this is our country, and I think it's time for um, a little bit of pushback in, in, in real ways. Well, I think, I think the, part, the, the part that I think you're really hitting in on is this is all about transparency, right? Everyone's saying, oh, they're trying to overturn the election. They're trying to turn, overturn the election. No, no, no. We want elections that are free and fair and clean that the people can live with the results. When you have 72% of the voters think that the election was rigged and that Katie Hobbs didn't actually win the election, to your point, we've lost our republic. It doesn't exist anymore. So um, this is all about transparency and the fact that they're obscuring your situation and so many other individuals like you that they're not even talking about it and letting the public know that we have Americans pre-trial 
that have been held for two plus years pre-trial. I mean, that's that's an absolute affront to our Constitution, the affront to our rights as American citizens. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I think we just need to continue to talk about it and talk about it until they can't deny it anymore. Amen. Thank you. And so where where does your hope come from that you're, you know, holding that we're going to be able to restore the trust in the institutions, that we're going to be able to bring the republic back to a place of stability and liberty? Yeah. Where do you find your hope? Where's your where, where's your rock at? Well, I, I'm inspired by people like you. And, you know, I, I think that our country was founded on godly principles. You know, we're one nation under God. And I don't think we're done. I don't think America is over. You know, this isn't this isn't how we end. So I, I look around at, and I've, I've been so blessed to be all over the country with so many great patriots, you know, talking to people like you and then talking to folks in Arizona and talking to folks on the ground in Wisconsin and Michigan and all over this country, Pennsylvania, and just hear the people kind of, you know, pick themselves up by their bootstraps and say, you know what, I'm going forward. I'm going to FOIA requests. I'm going to ask, do open records requests. I'm going to contact my elected officials. And they're, they're getting involved in ways that we really haven't seen Americans participate in the process before. And that's very encouraging to me because that's how we take our country back. We take our country back by being involved. We're a self-governed nation. And in order to remain a self-governed nation, we have to self-govern, right? The people have to be involved in government. And for so long, we haven't. We left government to, you know, the people that like politics or whatever, whoever those people are. And that's not who's supposed to be running our government. We're supposed the to be running monsters. That's right. We just gave it up. So I'm so encouraged by people that are just saying, nope, I'm not, I'm not standing for that. I do think our Constitution uh, will survive. I don't think we're going to succumb to evil. I mean, look around. Look at the Balenciaga tragedy. The, oh, yeah, the fact, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, we're we're looking at real evil here, and I think America is a God-fearing nation, and I don't think he's done with us, quite honestly. Amen. I, I love that hope. You know, we, we do rest on those facts, and I thank you so much for comparing us to the founding fathers of Jan Sixers. I don't believe we're of that level, but I do believe that they would have been there shoulder to shoulder with us. And until we win this war against the spiritual evil that is besetting our country, then maybe I... This call is from a federal prison. We can tout our flags around and, and start marking some new uh, Independence Days and, and things like that. But right now we're in the middle of the battle, and um, yep. it's time to to hunker down, like you said, and every single person that's listening and uh, that hears our voices get involved in small and large ways, whatever God puts on your heart to get involved, you know, be the, the election watchers. Um, watch the, ma- the the ballot boxes and right. you know the signature verification. You know, do do these things and uh, and post about it and talk about it and and be about what you say you're about. Because the more that we just kind of sheep and drone around, um, the more they'll take advantage of our laissez-faire attitudes to our own self-governance. Um, don't don't let these uh, people from Washington dictate your your small town lives and um, your family values and all these social media influencers and uh, liberal late-night talk show hosts tell you how to live your life. Continue living your life like God fear and American people, and uh, he'll take care of 95% of it. We just got to put in a little bit of effort on our side, like what you're doing so much, Christina, really. Well, thank you, and, and so are you. I mean, even you know, trying figuring out how to do a podcast from federal prison is amazing, and I, I know you're inspiring people across the country to say, man, if he can figure out how to do a podcast from federal prison – 
I can become a poll watcher or I can, you know, become a challenger. I could work for my county or I could join, you know, a grassroots organization on an issue that I care about. I mean, it takes all of us just working a little bit harder, like making a little bit of extra effort to be involved in the process. And I have all the faith and hope in the American people that we, we will turn this around. We will right this ship, but it, it's going to take all of us. Yes, yes. I love that. So, you know, uh, what, when's your book coming out? It's uh, it's scheduled to, for January, right? Right. So it's available for pre-order now, or um, you can wait till it comes out January 24th. So okay. And where would they go? Where are they going to pre-order on January uh, before January 24th? Yeah, if you want to order it now, you can go to Amazon. It's available for pre-order. In I'm hoping in the next few days, it's available on MyStore.com. I'm working with Mike Lindell so that we can help. You know, I'd, I'd like to have a product on Mike's site. So. Um, you know, in the next few days, you can check out mystore.com. But for now, you can go to Amazon. Okay, perfect. Yeah, out. yeah. Speaking of which, I'm ordering uh, slippers for all my family members at home yeah. from uh, <laughs> my slippers. So that's awesome. I can't wait till you get involved on there. And we need to, you know, that's another good point to make quickly is uh, the parallel economy and doing everything instead of sometimes becoming tainted in all of these broken institutions. Maybe it's time to start rebuilding our own uh, banking systems and and uh, and stores and, and cell phone companies. I see a lot of patriotic companies now coming up uh, out of the, the ashes of, uh, I mean, the destruction of so many different institutions and things we once had. So it's good to support those places with our wallets, too, like Absolutely. Mike Lindell. Mike Lindell has been such a patriot. He's just a good person. I'm, I'm honored to have gotten to know him and um, he really just has a heart for this nation, and I think it's great that, that we can support patriot business owners. And like you said, I think other other patriots are getting involved in their own industries and creating alternatives. So, um, awesome. Well, yeah. glad to hang up on us. Uh, may Father God bless you, and, and Jesus walk with you every day of your life. Christina, God bless. 